Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. We're continuing our conversation around safety and softness in relationships. And there's a something that happened this weekend, this last weekend gone, that I want to talk about. But before I go into that, I just want to thank you for joining. And the audience is expanding. Thank you for sharing. And I really appreciate you. So my my, my aim, my goal, I want us to have all have secure relationships despite of the traumas that we've experienced. We work with childhood trauma at Wounds the Scars and we know that sometimes the traumas that we experience can impact how we do relationships and we want you to have safe relationships. So that's saying, as I post around softness and the, the, the comments that are coming in, the, the, the messages that are coming in from men, um, lots of men fear vulnerability because they believe if I'm soft and I'm going to be vulnerable and I don't want to be vulnerable, that's too much of a risk for me to take. Maybe they took the risk before and it didn't pay off well. And so they're afraid of taking it again. Um, vulnerability is a risk. That is true. But a soft, safe relationship is worth it too. So I think that they, it's a decision. It's a question for you to consider. But as I, as I did that, something happened and, I, and it made me, made me reflect because I believe self-awareness is important. This is what I used to tell my students and I now tell my clients. When we are self-aware, it's a strength. It, it, it's, you, you, get, you get to harness it. It's a strength that you get to harness to help yourself and to help others. Self-awareness and the ability to reflect in the moment also helps your relationship to flourish. And our ability to reflect in the moment is something that we develop, something that we work really hard to grow. So what, what that's like. So for example, I'm going to give an example. I have a good grasp of emotional language and I believe that I'm a great communicator. I can talk about how I feel. I've practiced it. I've learned it. I've honed it. But so that can sometimes be an advantage and a disadvantage in relationships when the people who I'm trying to do that with don't have as good a grasp of emotional language as I do. Right. Uh, and, you know, they said women, we tend to have more than men. And sometimes as a, as a woman, you have to be aware that, you know, I, you, you can talk, you can talk anybody under the table. Right. So, for example, my husband and I were talking through an issue that came up and I could see that as we talk, my my grasp of emotional language was at an advantage in the conversation. But that didn't necessarily mean that it was good. Right. So. Here's what happened. Honestly, I was triggered and I made him responsible for how I felt. Now I can articulate myself well and I could convince him of my rightness if I, if I wanted to. I could convince him of my rightness, make him responsible for my triggers and we would both go to church miserable. Of course, we were. this was on a Sabbath morning just before we needed to get ready as it does, you know, as it happens. I, I could convince him of my rightness, but I, as I the ability to reflect in the moment and to be open to the Holy Spirit really helped me in that moment. As we talked and listened, and here is a here is a hallmark of secure attachment, the ability to listen. There's a siren pass in my house, so you might be hearing it. I don't know if it's the ambulance or it's the police. You might be able to, to listen. The, the ability to listen is a, a key ingredient, a key component of secure attachment, our ability to listen. Not only to what somebody's been saying, but how, to, how somebody says it, right? And when we're talking about creating soft spaces for each other, this is a way to do it, our ability to listen. Because an argument starts off hard and everybody is defending their positions and sometimes we're not listening to each other. 
So when we have the ability to listen, respect what the other was saying and hold in, hold into our truth. As I was doing that, I heard the Holy Spirit whisper something to me and the Holy Spirit said to me, an apology is no less of an apology if it's not packaged the way you liked it or think it should. The apology was sincere. Now, I have to have this, I have to add this little disclaimer. Sometimes the apology is not sincere when it's not packaged right, okay? But the Holy Spirit said to me, this time the apology was packaged right because I've always said my husband is my soft space. He is my soft, safe space. That man was present for me as I heal and he continues to be very present. So when this is happening, I know that I'm not, I'm not, I'm, it's, it's not an enemy. It's just in the moment this thing is going on, right? So I learned how to understand that, okay, so I was triggered. Why was I triggered? And I'm doing this work of reflection in the moment while we're talking, hearing the Holy Spirit say, you were triggered, not his fault. The apology was sincere. What are you going to do next? Okay, so now I had a choice to make. I had a choice. So I told, I told him what I heard the Holy Spirit was saying in that moment. And it was a really key moment that shifted everything. Me sharing. And I shared, and I, I shared many times, as I said, that he is my soft place. But sometimes our broken edges make contact and that can be hard on both of us. So if you're thinking about secure, security in your relationship and how you're going to create mutually soft spaces for each other, and you're both healing from trauma, you've both experienced some things in life, just know that those edges are going to connect. But how you navigate the space when those edges have, have connected is going to make a massive difference. How you navigate in that space, your ability to be self-aware, your ability to reflect in the moment, your ability to understand and take responsibility for your emotions, how you feel, those are going to be important. I took responsibility, he took responsibility, which made the space safe enough for both of us to say how we were feeling honestly. And as we were able to be honest in those moments, that was really difficult because I felt I was very right. <laughs> okay. But, but my rightness was hurtful and I, ha and, I, and I had to hear that even though I was triggered. I had to hear that and see that. But we were both able to listen to each other in that moment and talk it through and pray together. Now, we didn't pray to cover it up. We genuinely prayed because we were both up, both of our hearts, the wound, there was no wound. There was no woundedness there. There was still togetherness and safety. We navigate a, a very tense situation and managed to end at a place of safety where we could pray together uh, to just to carry that on. Because church was delayed, we got there late, but we did that work. It took about 15 minutes. But we did, it was important that we go to the breakfast table to have worship with the children together. And, you know, life isn't neat. It's not always that neat. But when we have a model that we consistently do more often than the other damaging one, then it really works beautifully. So as you consider safety in your relationships, I want you to think about how do I listen? Do I listen? Do I take responsibility for how I feel? And does the next person take responsibility for how they feel? Do you take responsibility for how somebody else feels? Because you can't. You may have done something that is harmful, but as you apologized, then it's the apology that's going to make the difference and is important, okay? 
so there's a beautiful promise that I want to leave you with that is in Isaiah 54 verse 11 that we saw in action that day. As we work to make home safe for us and our children, this tossing is making beautiful stones smooth and polished after the similitude of a palace, as David said in Psalms. So read Isaiah 54 verse 11. See how your edges are, you know, when you're shaped together. How are your edges? What are the things that it's creating? What are the conflict that it's creating in your relationships? It may not be a romantic relationship. It may be in your parenting. It may be in your friendships. It may be at work. It may be with your mom. It may be with your dad. How is that happening? Are you able to listen? Are they listening? Are everybody taking responsibility for how they feel, for their triggers? Is the relationship emotionally safe? Is it worth the work of investing to make the relationship safe? Because you are worth it, beloved. You are worth it. Thank you for joining me on Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.